Good evening, citizens. My name is Ban Shattersong, captain of the Bloody Hand Mercenary Company. And today we're going to continue weaving our way through these fortuitous winds. And in particular interest today, we're going to look at a peculiar fog that has invaded our dreams and confused or deadened some of our memories. With the night growing darker and deeper in the wake of the autumn equinox, a malaise drifts down from the star-filled skies. An insidious mist rises in woods and hills and creeps stealthily into cities, towns and villages. Those exposed to the fog find their memories become clouded or subtly altered. Their recollections of past events become unreliable, details become muted, and it becomes all too easy to forget unimportant pieces of information after the drifting fingers of earthbound cloud have passed. Exposure to the fog, whether directly or in dreams, manifests as subtle memory loss and confusion. The effects are not especially dramatic. Nobody has lost all their memories or forgotten vital personal details such as names, loyalties or ambitions. Rather, the effect of the fog is to slowly erode or subtly alter less vital memories. In some cases, victims of the memory-altering mist don't realise they have been exposed for days or even weeks until they encounter something they know they should remember but have no recollection of. This isn't the first time a supernatural mist has troubled Imperial citizens, but unlike the eerie glowing fog that shrouded the Bay of Katazar in the late 379 year of the Empire and early 380, the phenomenon has spread to every corner of the Empire. Nor are the effects purely physical. People speak of dreams in which their nighttime imaginings are invaded by creeping mist that mutes details and leaves them enervated and confused on awakening. In this case, the fog seemed specifically to cause forgetfulness around whatever topic of the dream that might have been invaded. While the fog appears natural on the surface, even the simplest divinations will alert a magician that the miasma that surrounds them possesses supernatural properties. Rituals such as Bright Lantern of Ophis indicate that the fog consumes or alters memory, but provide no suggestions as to how long it will last or how it may be ended prematurely. Explanation as to the causes of the mist remains elusive. Students of astromantic lore point to a subtle conjunction of the Wanderer and the Lock and the Door, and theorise that this might either have been the cause or a revelation of the obfuscating haze. The mist is a cause for some alarm, but there is no indication that it is the result of intentional malignancy. Widespread disturbances in the skein of magic across the Empire are not uncommon, after all. Barely three months previously, 
the effects of a much more dramatic, destructive conjunction were felt across the empire. Yet, this particular, this particular perturbation in the flows of manner is in some ways more unsettling than any empowering destruction or personal transformation. It attacks the foundation of a person's identity, undermining their understanding of themselves and their path through the world. Fortunately, while the effects of the mist are powerful, they are not impossible to overcome. The good news is that it seems fairly straightforward to keep the fog at bay with the tried and trusted hearth magic of protection. In Verushka, for example, there have been no reports of the fog entering the dreams of those who sleep in warded homes. While many of those experiencing the memory-sapping properties of the mist in the marches have been travellers outside the safety of properly marked boundaries. Unfortunately, it is rarely practical to remain perpetually inside defended areas, meaning some reliable counter to the memory-changing effects is eagerly sought. After some examination of those exposed, three specific ways have been suggested for dealing with the loss of memory, and seem especially appropriate to those attending the winter solstice. Firstly, people are encouraged to renew their friendship and acquaintance with others. A short conversation or a more involved social interaction to help nail down the detail of shared experience and it can reduce or remove even the most subtle effects of the exposure to the fog. Second, priests across the empire are urging citizens to turn to the virtues to help combat this psychic malaise. Anyone who has been particularly affected may find it useful to receive an anointing, especially in the presence of friends and family, that rededicates them to ambitions or goals that they are struggling to hold on to. Likewise, learned magicians from Urizen to Wintermark have suggested that covens, sects and banners might help combat the plague of misremembrance by taking time at the coming solstice to renew the oaths that bind them together. Thirdly, imperial storytellers have pointed to the Navarre, and particularly their practice of songs and stories. When strangers come together to tell tales and make music, troubadours, sutanir, stenza, skulls, and musicians of all nations are being encouraged to take the opportunity to gather in groups during the winter solstice and to swap stories, not of great deeds done by figures of the past, but of the more recent exploits of modern heroes within the empire. By cementing these tales in the minds of the people, they hope the creeping forgetfulness can be slowed or even stopped altogether. That said, not everyone is as keen to recover their memories. There are several stories of people who, following exposure to the fog, embrace the uncertainty or freedom from the past. Some have even sought the mist out as a way to proactively change or abandon their memories. In some cases, this reflects something as minor as a change of job, embracing a new relationship, or putting aside past grievances. Other results are significantly more profound. 
Reports from some Navari stridings say that record numbers of people are choosing to walk away from lives in which they felt trapped, seeking new opportunities in different parts of the Empire. As is often the case with a perturbation of the flows of magic, the presence of the peculiar mist is accompanied by some alteration to the fabric of imperial magic. Quite the sentence. Specifically, these rituals are part of imperial law will work slightly differently during the coming summit. The arcane mark ritual is familiar to any magician who belongs to a conclave order. The ritual is vital to the functioning of the imperial conclave used to connect a magician to their chosen order. There's no record of the unnatural mists causing damage to any arcane mark, but there are some stories, certainly of people whose exposure to the fog has caused them to forget or become confused about their purpose in being part of one. Several scholars at the Lyceum have discovered that the current conjunction has an unexpected effect on those taking an arcane mark. Anyone who receives the mark of one of the seven conclave orders feels not only reconnected to the principles and goals of that order, but also gains a small increase in personal magical ability. To experience this empowerment, the target must recite or read aloud the manifesto of the order as part of the ritual. To finish, they must state a single specific action they will undertake in the coming days to support the order's principles or pursue its goals. Casting off the chain of memory is a potent and subtle ritual of night magic that allows someone to discard memories they would rather not be burdened with. And while the peculiar fog is at large in the Empire, those receiving the ritual experience a peculiar echoing effect. They lose the unwanted memory as normal, of course, but they also receive a new memory of something that did not happen to them. The memories are very vivid, very much so, but appear to fade over time. It is obvious that if the individual thinks about it for a moment, the memory has come from outside. But some may be subtle enough that the person who receives them may become confused as to whether or not those true memories are in fact true. There are several reports from these memories that are so powerful that they inflict lingering effects on the one who receives them. Luckily, Devora of Twin Sons, a highborn magister from Cyrene, has discovered a simple method of discarding these unwanted memories. Provided the recipient washes their hands in pure water within 10 minutes of receiving the supernatural memory, while firmly stating their rejection of said memory, it quickly fades away. Once 10 minutes have passed, however, the memory appears to be as permanent as any other recollection. A comparatively recent addition to Imperial Law is the spell Infant Starts with a Blank Slate, and it allows a ritual magician to wipe away mastery of arcane rituals. The blood magicians of the 
tears unshed shall dry. Coven of Hycenia make regular use of the ritual, during which they mix a little blood and fresh spring water with a measure of beggar's lie. Shortly after the first reported appearance of the memory-changing mist, a lucky accident saw them discover a way to use the ritual to draw on quite astounding levels of power. Their initial discovery saw the coven remove not only the mastery of rituals, but also the knowledge of how to cast any spell, as well as the law of spring magic from their subject. The woman was apparently able to quickly remaster their magical aptitude, but took advantage of the ritual's unexpected potence to eschew recovering their ritual lore and instead, after a short period of practice with a master, rededicate themselves to the path of the thorn, training in the arts of fighting with a spear and shield. And to summarise for those dear citizens listening, this magician was able to unlearn everything they knew about magic and then redistribute that let's call it cognitive ability into a totally different pursuit combat in this case their accidental discovery has since been replicated by several other covens if infant starts with a blank slate is performed with a measure of beggar's lie as an additional component during the casting it becomes greatly empowered. Instead of simply removing knowledge of mastered rituals, it frees the target from the constraints of all knowledge. At the same time, it fills them with a supernatural enthusiasm and aptitude for learning new techniques. It's common for a conjunction such as this to affect a handful of rituals. In this case, the conjunction is granting additional power to rituals related to memory and identity. Anyone can take advantage of them during the winter solstice. But it does look like most of the effects will have faded by the start of the spring equinox. And to finish, the fog alone would be reason enough for concern. But it seems that astromantic tulpas accompany the mists. Taking the form of hooded figures with red masks, they aren't violent or threatening, but are clearly more than innocent travellers. They refuse offers of hospitality, but are interested in engaging in talking with anybody who will listen. Any conversation with the tulpas quickly turns to the subject of memories and the past. They encourage discussion of painful or unwanted memories, and then invariably offer to help mute that pain by removing their memory. They clearly require consent, and if anyone agrees, they urge the subject to talk as fully as possible about their memory. As the target speaks, well, they find that unwanted recollection becoming more distant until it is entirely gone. There does not appear to be any cost for this, uh, quote, service, beyond the detailed verbalisation of the memory. Indeed, in some cases, the tulpas reportedly give something back after they have taken a memory. It's not clear 
what it is that causes them to do so. For after consuming a memory, they may offer to give the person they are dealing with a memory in return. If the person agrees, they quickly describe the memory and touch their target briefly on a hand or head. That individual discovers that they now remember an event that did not, in fact, actually happen. Or rather, that it did not happen to them. Some of these memories have been unsettling. Some have been confusing. And some of them are clearly not memories of people in the modern empire. It seems they are more prone to do so when offered an important or powerful memory, one rich in emotion, heroism, or of obvious value to the subject. Quite how they evaluate the memories they are offered, however, is impossible to guess. The Tulpas have been reported in almost every nation of the Empire, with one glaring exception. They do not appear in Varushka. There's no easy explanation for this peculiar detail, but some astromantic theorists believe it might be the result of a constellation, or at least a constellation that the entities emanate from. Investigation suggests that the Tulpas are connected to the door, which raises questions of its own, and that their reticence to appear in Varushka may be connected to the prevalent hearth magic of wards, especially around the home. By contrast, some Varushkan Kabbalists point to the creature's refusal to accept hospitality as proof that their intentions are not entirely benevolent. Further questions hang over the specific appearance of the Tulpas. The spirits associated with the door rarely take on anthropomorphic forms. When they do, it is most common for them to appear as reflections of the ritualists who have summoned them, or caught their attention at least. It is possible that this fog and the tulpas that accompany it might be the result of a ritual. If the tulpas themselves have provided any answer, it has not been made public. And there is also some evidence that this is not the first time these tulpas have actually appeared in the Empire. Octavia of the stream source a member of the Department of Historical Research, has performed what she describes as very preliminary research that suggests that this conjunction has happened at least twice before. Most recently, there was talk of disturbing mists and masked tulpas in the aftermath of the death of Empress Cassell in 346, with another apparent appearance in 296 during the second into Guinam. If there was any inciting event, she has not been able to find reference to it. And in both cases, the record suggests that the Tulpa and the Fog disappeared as quickly as they appeared. So, dear citizens, there you have it. The news that you might already be aware of, but certainly other members of your glorious empire are aware of. Or, given the nature of forgetfulness and dampened memories, maybe they're not. So as you stride closer and closer, and step by step towards Anvil in these coming weeks, keep your mind fresh 
clear and maybe think about the memories that you hold dearest and also think about those that bring you that darkness and just imagine should you find some of these tulpas imagine what you could change now that you have the opportunity to do so but until then stay strong wash your hands and make sure to keep your knife close.